0: My two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High On Film! Tonight, we've got Brandon Black and Alien. Can I finish my coffee? It's the only thing good on the ship on this week's extraterrestrial episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children ages oh, 13 and up, welcome back to High On Film, your favorite podcast, Los Angeles' only irrelevant film review. Sobering talk on movies. I'm your host on the West Coast, Chris Maxwell. Welcome to episode 212. Today, discussing how no one ever called a movie uh, Alien before Alien from 1979, directed by Ridley Scott, written by Dan O'Bannon for the screenplay, and O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett for the story. Hello, welcome. Some uh, spoilers for Alien will be coming, as we hope you already know them. It's a pretty old movie at this point. An Alien Covenant is just around the corner, which I believe is the direct prequel to the movie we just watched today. So let's get to the man right to my left, my co-host and friend, the co-host from the couch, if you will, the walking Kevin Bacon game, the podcaster of Disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend... I think I said that one already, Brad Davis.
1: Christopher, hey Brad, welcome back. Welcome back to you too, sir. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. God, I can't believe we haven't seen each other in this amount of time.
0: I know. We no. haven't done one of these in a long time.
1: Yeah, the Been longest stretch in four years.
0: Billy Joel, the longest time.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. good song. It is a good song.
0: Yeah, it is. What wonderful harmonies. <laughs>
1: That's Billy Joel for you.
0: So, yeah, how uh, did no one ever call a movie Alien before? That seems like a pretty obvious title.
1: Maybe that's the reason. It was so obvious that they avoided it. But then this movie did a great job of choosing it.
0: Yeah. Well, originally called That Darn Cat. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm getting dings for that. Positive dings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That means you're doing something right. That is, that is.
0: Uh, this was your first time seeing it, correct?
1: That is correct.
0: Hmm. What do you think overall? Good, bad? You liked it? No? Overall,
1: good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're not a big sci-fi fan in general, usually.
1: Uh, no, not particularly. I mean, I can enjoy a good movie from that genre, but uh, it's not my go-to genre. But this is a very well-done movie. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Man. He, yeah, yeah, he does good work. He does good work. Well, let's get to our
0: guest. Uh, Funny enough, he was just on the last episode of High On Film. What? Episode 211, when we were doing, back when we were doing Oscar talk, for goodness gracious. Our very good friend. Many time High On Film guest. Yep. uh, Hardest working man in show business. (laughs) Will Smith, everybody. Will Smith is here. (laughs) Big Willie style. (laughs) A very talented actor. Proud to call him my friend. Brandon Black returns. Hey. Back to back Brandon Black episode block. There hey. we go. Yeah, Back it's again. Man. I sent you guys off, so I'm glad to bring you guys back. I'm very happy to uh, have you back on, you know, uh, what, only a few days in. Yeah. To your appearance on the new Netflix show. Yes. Dear white, white people.
2: people. Yeah. yeah. yeah was well, harmonizing. That was yeah, nice. that was yeah. very nice.
0: Got yeah. the, for the longest time yeah. harmony stuck in my head. So. Yeah. I'm going to try to harmonize as we go to the podcast. All right. Game on.
2: <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be back on, on the show. Um, and I'm excited to be on Dear White People since we brought that up real quick. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a good week. I got two shows in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we talked about it a little maybe last podcast. Uh,
0: but yeah, you work with Barry Jenkins and Justin Simeon. Yeah. On dear white people. That's I did. pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm quite jealous. Yeah, uh,
2: I that's incredible. T- I, I think it finally hit me like when I watched it because you know, you you make a lot of excuses going along like, ah, oh, they just they didn't, I don't know, whatever, I'll be edited out or whatever. Like, I've done all the things to like safeguard against being upset by something. Mm-hmm.
1: Smart in this town. Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart move.
2: Um, And then none of those things happened and it was just such a good lesson of like, you know, relax and maybe you're alright. Maybe you're, maybe you're good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should keep doing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nothing like a little positive uh, reinforcement by, like, booking a new Netflix show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Well, one one that I care about, too, and, like, you know, whatever size role, everyone in there brings it, and so the fact that I'm in there with that talent, and I know them, and they're all good people, I'm, like, stuck right now. Like, not really. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah don't it's awesome to, man congratulations. congratulations yeah
2: don't want to cry on
1: this no, yeah, no worries. <laughs> on the waves it would be okay <laughs> it would yeah. be you will have earned
2: that cry you guys won't see him coming down my eyes <laughs> so I gotta make the podcast cry damn, damn. Oh, oh, shit deep oh, wow well Brandon <laughs> you just watched Alien I did <laughs> For the first time ever, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't alive when this came out. and <laughs> Sure. I, none of us were <laughs> nope, alive. Yeah, we, we weren't either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's also true. I should, yeah, I should put that out there too. Yeah. Uh, did
0: you ever want to see any of the Alien franchise? I mean, it's a huge franchise at this point. It yeah. is.
2: Honestly, I didn't. Um,
0: Nothing ever piqued your interest in it?
2: No. And, you know, I learned a good lesson recently about judging a uh product by its title mm-hmm. um with dear white people uh yeah. and, <laughs> and and uh i just was like all right alien nah <laughs> i got it alien. yeah hey, there's an alien yeah <laughs> yeah but uh and in like the pictures of the alien also didn't intrigue me either because mm. i like cooler like more like high tech looking aliens that are maybe slightly sure. more human like.
0: Okay, not uh, the
2: very phallic HR Geiger. Yeah, yeah. Xenomorph. Yeah. it's Called. So no, it never never pulled me in, but that was a fun watch. I'll say that. All right, you enjoyed it though.
0: I did, Mr. Ridley Scott. Yeah, Man.
2: yeah, and 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 you know, Mr. Ridley Scott, no matter what movie, is you know, gonna give you that 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 Ridley Scottness. Yeah, you know,
1: He's always good. Yeah,
2: so it was fun. Excellent. Well, let's get to some trash, star, destroy. All right.
0: The first traditional segment on this show, where we give you three movies of a similar ilk, we ask you to trash one, which means it's eliminated from existence. Right. One movie, you get to star in in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And, of course, the third movie then must be destroyed, which means that the only version that has ever been created of this film has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay Mm. of Armageddon fame. Mm -hmm. So, let's do a category... Cleverly called Great Scott. Great Three Scott. great Ridley Scott films. Okay. All right. We'll do what we just watched Alien.
2: Yeah.
0: We'll do Thelma and Louise. Yeah. And we'll do his Oscar winning Gladiator.
1: Dang. I mean, I have to star in Gladiator because I love that movie. Mm-hmm. The problem is, what role do you take? It's tough to take Crow or Joaquin Phoenix's role, um, because, what, Crow won, and Joaquin Phoenix could have won. Yeah, he definitely could have. I mean, he was awesome, so... That's when I first learned who Joaquin Phoenix was, mm-hmm. his gladiator, and I was like, oh, this
0: is a guy. Yes, yeah, guy. this is a guy <laughs> who can fucking bring it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, because of that, I'm trying to think, um... One of the other warriors he fights with in the in the ring that Spaniard fights with, I'll mm-hmm. take one of those roles. I can't think of it offhand just because I haven't seen that movie recently. But I don't want to take one of the two prominent roles. They're too good. Uh, then that means, I guess I'll trash Thelma and Louise. Okay. And give Alien to Michael Bay. Interesting. Which seems to make more sense than giving him Thelma and Louise.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And then all of a
0: sudden, Alien becomes Aliens. Oh boy! Uh, The James Cameron action set piece. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brandon. What do you think here?
2: Alien, Thelma and Louise, and Gladiator. Uh. So okay. I think that I would. um, Dang man, always. I put way too much stakes on all this stuff all the time. I get so (laughs) believe me, it's it's so hard, more
1: stressful than it ever should be.
2: Yeah. Um I think I'll take I'll star in Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um just because you know, these are some career launching times. Uh so perhaps I wanna. His career to just, is launched in Thelma this and Louise. This is what I'm saying. You're, You're gonna know. take that Brad Pitt role. I'm gonna take that Brad Pitt role. Yeah. He takes off his shirt and I t- his career is made. Right. Yeah. Takes off his shirt and years later I'm like Googling what his diet is for that, you know, yeah. trying try, try to look like that. Um, shout out to Plan B. Uh, and then... Yeah, what was it? His diet for Fight Club had to be, like, nothing. Oh, it was nuts. Right. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. It, I, hey, like, a grape. Like, those jokes about, like, how little people eat. About an apple and a cigarette? Yeah, yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, And I, I don't, have two grapes Yeah, and I a smoke cigarettes, so it's just an apple. There yeah. A sour one, not even the sugary ones. Uh. Um, you don't even get the sugar. Right no. Now. Not when Pony I'm on Crisp. Brad Pitt, man. All Not right. when I'm trying to fight club it when and, you're on and that Brad it. Pitt yeah. shit. Hopefully more often. There you go. <laughs> um, so I would star in that. Um, and then uh, I would have Michael Bay do Gladiator. So I guess that means I would be destroying Gladiator.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> fun, yeah, you would be. Fun sentence. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> um, because uh, I like I would like to see all the carnage in that movie you know that's one where I feel like you know it it would be more at home there obviously mm-hmm. uh, within, and then that means that I'm going to trash Alien sure Um, and I, I'm okay with that I, I like the movie but you know bye yeah, yeah we got sense. like eight other Alien movies yeah I'm gonna send you down that chute like they did in the movies there you go yeah. into space yep <laughs> tough way to go yeah quick you know. You know,
0: that's where I think who the tagline refers to now. It's What's the tagline? A, it's the best tagline ever, first of all. You're in, you're out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're in, you're out. Uh, no, it's in space, no one can hear you scream. Mm. And it's the alien who gets ejected into space who no one can hear scream.
2: That's true. All these
0: years, I'm thinking it's Sigourney Weaver. Right. No. Or, or you, maybe. Like, yeah. it's talking to you, but here it is. The alien's the one that's drifting around in space. Yeah,
2: just... Uh, Screaming solid, to nobody.
0: Yeah. Oof. Never like podcasters. Yeah. But a big, but a bird. Self burn. <laughs>
1: Good self, self burn, man. Burn. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I might
0: have to agree I might have to do a combination of, of what you did. I think I'm gonna take Brad Pitt's role in Thelman Louise. Wow, okay. I was also debating taking the little boy in Gladiator. I thought
1: about that too.
0: Being Fair. the little son.
1: Yeah, the yeah. nephew to Joaquin.
0: Yes, yes. Joaquin's nephew. Um but yeah, I think like you said, right. the, the chance to launch a career of of uh like we said, you know, such splendid dieting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too good to pass up. Yeah. yeah. Plus they need to be in Thelma and Louise, and it's fun. It's a good movie. Get the them Right. Yeah. Um I think I might trash gladiator wow and let michael bay
1: destroy alien ridley scott will never forgive you you took away his oscar i did oh yeah damn sorry all right what are you gonna do between you and ridley great scott oh nah, boy <laughs> i like a lot of those other movies yeah he does great work constantly constantly yeah ceaselessly <laughs> endlessly
0: you didn't see the martian yet did you Martianly. Marsh- marginally.
2: No. Did you see the Martian? I did women? not see the yeah, Martian. Yeah. Oh, not Ridley a fan. Not.
0: not in the Great Scott category.
2: <laughs> no, not for me, man. Ridley, hey man, hit me. You know, we could talk. The like, live <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I just I I, sure I had seen uh, uh, Interstellar yeah. already. Oh, and mm-hmm. I was just like, that's that's that for me. Oh. That's... Because I already really love Christopher Nolan and we all were swept up in the wake of McConaughey. Come on.
0: Matthew McConaughey, yeah, yeah. Sure.
1: So I remember. I remember You're that Mac- like it was I- yesterday. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time there the, for a minute. The McConaissance was a better time. Right. Yeah. And now it's over.
0: It's over. Mm-hmm. It's so over. It is over. Now that he became a... Uh, Oscar winner? Lincoln nope. spokesman. A Trump supporter. <laughs> uh,
1: and that. Did he? Mm-hmm. Well, he said we should...
2: I mean, we knew...
0: Right, maybe, right Probably. Right. But <laughs> you know, funny enough, coming around to it, I find Matthew McConaughey's own words ringing truer in my ears than ever. Just keep
2: living. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No abortions, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Now that I think think about about it, it's a political line. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably
1: what he means. Yep. Just keep living. Just keep living. He's
0: he's Uh, pro-life.
1: Jeez. I never knew. I didn't think we'd get so political today. Yeah, they didn't
0: tell you that he said that standing outside Planned Parenthood. (laughs) (laughs) A big sign. Yeah. Alright, um, let's do one more Trash <laughs> Star Destroyer category. Uh, let's do Sigourney Weaver's Aliens. So okay. three movies where Sigourney Weaver is in it and also an alien is in the movie. Okay. So we'll do Galaxy Quest, starring Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Do Avatar, Ugh. James Cameron's ouvre. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's, well, it's turning into an ouvre if we ever see any more ever. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Seth Rogen team-up, Paul. About that little okay. old alien. It's funny. It's yeah. It's
1: I really like Paul.
0: Yeah, yeah. Paul's <laughs> a delightful little movie.
1: I'm gonna star in Paul. Paul, Avatar, Galaxy Quest. Brad, you're starring in Paul as? Yeah. Uh, boy, tough one. I guess I, I love Simon Pegg, I love Nick Frost, but I'm gonna have to take one of their roles. Mm-hmm. I guess probably Simon Pegg's. Wow. Eh, oh boy, that's tough. Uh, actually, no offense to Nick Frost, I'll take Nick Frost role because I'd rather work with Simon Pegg. Sure. Um, so. Isn't um.
0: Uh, Jason Bateman's the guy who is pursuing them. Yes. You don't want to be him though.
1: I'd rather work with Jason Bateman. Mm, gotcha. Wow. Uh, sorry, and Kristen Wiig. I mean, yes. Yeah, sorry, Nick.
0: Oh, you're taking Nick Frost No, I'm taking
1: the Nick Frost one because I'd rather work with Peg than Nick Frost. Again, no slight to Nick Frost. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I love that movie. I really do. Yeah, Alien Road Trip. It's fun as hell. There you go. Uh, Sorry, what are the other two? Galaxy Quest. Oh, and uh, and Avatar. Avatar. Mm -hmm. Avatar is worthless if it's not directed by... uh, James Cameron and you get like the visual aspect of it so to give it to Michael Bay makes no sense because in that movie is completely worthless
0: although I mean Michael Bay is now investing in more special effects than he, I think he is in the script just like Avatar did if
1: I had if I have my druthers I'm getting rid of that fucking movie fair enough I so, don't know why I'm pushing you back yeah though. I don't know either I'm, <laughs> I'm stunned by this yeah uh, so I'm trashing Avatar and I'll give Galaxy Quest to Michael Bay wow I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Galaxy Quest is going to take a hit on that, but yeah, I- I'm doing the world a favor of getting rid of Avatar.
0: Okay, Brandon,
1: Brand you're welcome, world. <laughs> um, well, I think I would star
2: in Avatar. I'm not Avatar sure. star. Avatar star. Yeah,
1: well, I'm not sure. W- Take like, the Sam Worthington role. You can probably do it better. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I was going to so say. Bland in
2: that. I was going to say, throw me that. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I, casting probably wouldn't see me for one of the, the like, natives. But, but you become one of the natives.
0: Oh, I do.
2: Sam Worthington is gets the avatar. That's right.
0: And then nuzzles yep, up with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take the
1: avatar. Sam Worthington role. Zoe Staldana. Me. Yeah. That movie's immediately better if you're in it and he's not. Yeah. And then. For me.
2: Me and Zoe can vibe, you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyone named Zoe, I'm like, Zoe Kravitz, we're cool. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, cool. Two very attractive people. Working things out. You can, like, listen to America Badu and,
1: like, mm-hmm. vibe sure. out. I feel like that's what Zoe Santana does. Yeah.
2: Um, so that. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to trash Paul only because, one, I haven't seen that movie. Mm. So well, all I fun. have to you base it, it on is um, that. Seth Rogan movie that came out about the food.
1: Oh, sausage party! Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, so I'm like, tough. I'm <laughs> like,
2: I haven't seen this movie, so I kind of have to just go off. You saw like, Sausage Party though. I did, <sighs> yeah. and I I wanted to like that too. The first
1: half hour I loved. Yeah, everything after that was a mess. Yeah, I was like, I
2: really want to be into this because I I like what this is doing in you know on paper uh but yeah didn't happen for me so i haven't seen paul but i'm gonna have to trash that and then um that leaves you know michael bay doing galaxy quest um also haven't seen galaxy quest Uh, you should check it out yeah Yeah. um but again just based off of the name galaxy quest and mike and and michael bay's uh you know uh reputation yeah like tendency uh, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like you'd fuck some galaxies up, man. Mm. Uh, it's a very clever science fiction comedy. It's like a Are you sp- saying clever as in, like, that will be lost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, no one can hear you in space when you scream, man. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Brings it back around. It's true. <laughs> Screaming to the ether. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I'm going to be in Galaxy Quest. You crazy son of mm. a bitch. Yep. Call me nuts out, but I'm saving that movie, unlike you guys. <laughs> uh, either is one of the aliens that I can't remember the guys who played him, the actual aliens, uh, or I think like Justin Long is in that movie. I'll take yeah. two for all. I don't like Justin. I one. feel take, like I could... Take
1: the Tim Allen role. He complains too much.
0: It's true. But yeah, I guess like, yeah, I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. That. Get him out of there. Thanks, Brad. I'm sick of the shit. Yeah, I can play like a Captain Kirky. Yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, he would love that. Yeah, I would love that. You're right, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you once told me you were on a tight ship. <laughs> I do run a tight ship. <laughs> Guys, I'm starting the Galaxy yeah, Quest. There it is. I'm yeah, taking it, man. Tim Allen's role. Fuck you, Tim. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if you have a red belt <laughs> from David Mammoth. Um, I am, unfortunately, I'm going to trash Avatar and I'm going to give mm. Michael Bay Paul. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Michael Bay is uh, alien road trip movie. <laughs> a lot of weed and Seth Rogen, voice of the alien still.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. You've still like got it. a solid cast. Like He could absolutely make that work. Right. I think so. Yeah, for sure. All right.
0: All right, guys. Yeah. All right. We did
1: it. Try we to start did a story. It. Yeah. yeah. Look at us. I feel like
0: I came out better than I went in, in that Yeah, film. well,
1: you took the Tim Allen role. You yeah, did. was a no-brainer for you.
0: Took the Tim Allen role. <laughs> to God. infinity and beyond. Wow. Yep,
1: yep. Hollywood is like 1930s Germany for conservatives. <laughs>
0: All right, with that, we are taking our first break. We will be right back with more Alien, more Brandon Black, right after this. Don't go anywhere. And we're back high on Film Talkin' Alien from 1979. The movie about an alien. I'm Chris Maxwell. Brandon Black sits across the podcast table from me today. Of Netflix's new Dear White People, Mm. Brad Davis, my co host, to the left. Now that you know an approximation of (laughs) the feng shui of the room, the the person feng shui,
1: the location,
0: the location, let's get to the summary game, the first official game of the podcast that is worth a damn. (laughs) That is zero to two points. Please use decimals to remind to remind to uh, refine your score as we will judge each other like friends do uh, with the high on film scorecards. Okay. Boom. We're just going to take a turn at summarizing Alien in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to watch. A 117 minute movie allows us 11.7 seconds to get out your best summary of Alien. 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 Alian Gonzalez, <laughs> who was in fact an alien. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. All right. Of All course. Right. During our break, we had our patented toy toss. Coin toss with the original high on film, three-sided coin. The OG. The OG We brought it back, dusted it off, shined it up with that uh, uh, polish. silver polish that like makes silver come back again like instantly. Yeah, silver polish? Is it called silver uh, polish? Something <laughs> like that. We should look at the bottle. Or can?
1: Uh, or bottle? Or we're going to go bottle. Yeah,
0: sure. Brad. Chris. Somehow. Yep. Yeah. I, I, this one's probably rigged as how You won. First, oh, yeah. second, or third, sir. It's your prerogative. I'm
1: going to let you go first, Chris. Moi. Moi.
0: That's French for me.
1: Oh. I did not know that. I figured you, you don't. Is such, you're not a Francophile. I'm not a Francophile. <laughs> this is such an Where educational you? show.
0: You're a big Dave Franco uh, I'm a fan. Big,
1: I'm a big Franco Harris fan. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Actually, oh, uh, while he was on the Steelers, he needs to shut up about Penn State stuff. But that's beside <laughs>
0: the
1: point. Mm-hmm. 11.7, 11.7 seconds point what you're seconds aiming at. To... Uh, Get my point across. Uh, 11.7 seconds. Chris, Mm -hmm. to summarize, Alien, are you ready?
0: Yes, sir.
1: In three, two, one.
0: A mining crew on their way back to Earth uh, is uh, awoken mid-flight to investigate an SOS signal where they find uh, eggs and one uh, hugs a face and then bursts out of the chest and an alien stuck on their ship um, uh, being brought back to Earth to kill everyone and use a weapon. Time.
1: Okay. All right. Something. That was something.
0: Went for a broader...
1: You definitely said things. I definitely said things. You're you right. definitely said things.
0: Look, I'm just like Tim Allen. <laughs> Remind me in the audience, uh, What's our uh, from what to what? Zero to two points. Okay.
1: Decimals allowed. Okay. Yeah.
0: Encouraged, in fact. Yeah. If everyone does whole numbers, it's more likely we tie. Right. And I don't have a tiebreaker repaired. Oh, no. We never do.
1: <laughs>
0: Brandon, <laughs> are you ready, sir?
2: Oh, uh, never ready for this. Let's never do ready. it. ready. <laughs> 11.7 seconds in 3, okay. 2, 1. Okay, we wake up to uh, investigate something living, some uh, biological organism on the plane. Uh, the the It ends up taking on a human host, coming out of his chest, taking over the Time! The, yeah, it's not even a plane. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that could have been snakes on the plane. Uh, <laughs> damn. <A> plane. <laughs> Uh, it's a ship. Uh, I love that. Like as soon as time was up, you're like, it's not even a plane.
1: Because
2: <laughs> as soon as I said plane, I just wanted to just stop and not do it anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, believe me, my takes on a host. You got
0: that? It's important. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brad, your oh. chance to save us all.
1: Oh God, it's not gonna happen. Don't get your hopes up. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> all right, in three, two. One, A spaceship full of people end up running into an alien who's on board. They try to fight it, and it doesn't work out, and the only one to survive is Ripley. The rest of them die.
0: Time. Okay. All right. Sure. Covered more ground. (laughs) Yeah. Concise. You you got the end out.
1: I did. Yeah. I did.
0: Yeah. All right. Not too bad, Brad.
1: Not too bad, Brad. Not too bad, Brad. That's that's what my parents have always said. (laughs) Got to add
0: that to the uh, beginning of the show. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's keep chugging along here, right. like the old mining vessel, Nostradamo. What was it?
1: <laughs> I have no idea.
0: The Nostradamo is yeah. that what the name of the ship is? Nostramo. Oh, okay. Nostramo. Yeah, it's better than Nostradamo. People yeah. might have been freaking out about that. Yeah. Oh boy. I know. God forbid you yeah. mess up the name of the ship of alien. Mm-mm. Look out,
1: comments section. For
0: <laughs> that. It's not like I couldn't remember the Millennium Falcon. That's right.
1: Millennial Falcon.
0: Millennial Falcon. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> Or the USS Enterprise. We'll pick you up. Alright, it's time for First Impressions, the second game of the podcast. Zero to three points this time, so a little heavier weighted of a game. We're each going to supply the person sitting to our right with a line from Alien. We'd like to hear them say, to the best of their ability. Uh, I went first last time, so Brandon, you're going to get to go first and give Brad... Any line you'd like to hear him impersonate
2: Okay, from Alien. Uh, There's uh, a part when uh, Sigourney Weaver has fucking had enough. And she (laughs) is like, we're going to fucking blow this thing up. We're going to get the fuck out of here. That fucking means kill it. And I don't know the exact words, but fuck is in there. Yeah. Kill it is in there. Space is in there. I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. Perfect. I knew you would. I feel like that's...
2: Yeah, I believe this is just after
0: uh, Dallas is famously killed in the uh, air vent.
2: Yes. Hunting the alien. And She's just, that was her red line. That was her, she's
0: sure, the captain being killed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Here's that red line. Yeah.
0: We'll move in pairs. We'll go step by step and cut off every bulkhead and every vent until we have it cornered and then we'll blow it the fuck out into space. Is that acceptable to you? Killing out the Obviously, it means killing it. All right, Brad Davis, believe it or not, is doing a Ripley line. Believe it or not, the Sigourney Weaver, go ahead, knock it out of the park.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> blow it out into impression. space. Okay, <laughs> that's the only way. We'll move in pairs. We'll go step by step and cut off every bulkhead until every vent. Until we have it cornered, and we'll blow the fuck into space. Is that acceptable to you? Well, if it means killing it, then it's acceptable to me. Well, obviously, it means killing it. There you go. All right. Not so bad. Yeah, not so bad.
0: You you,
2: you really gave it some uh, acting qualities. So. Thank yes. you. And I, I saw you try that. to put the softness in your voice there, but also. Not too soft because she's
1: not fucking around. No, nah, she ain't fucking around no more. She's pissed. She out. is pissed off. Brad. Chris Do you have a line for me? I do. Great. It's a line from the Shakespearean actor, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. Uh and the class act. Yeah. Uh and he's looking for the cat in this scene. I'm just doing a little cat calling. Cat calling. <laughs> yep, a little that. cat calling. <laughs> this movie is dated. Yeah. <laughs> the mildly more acceptable one.
0: Kitty.
2: Kidding Kitty,
0: kitty. Kitty crap.
2: Jones. Jonesy. Good, Jonesy. Ow.
0: I'm super glad you gave me this line, because it'll really sh- show, give me a chance to show off my immaculate Harry Dean Stanton
1: impression. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's why I gave it to you. You've been itching <clears throat> to try this. Mm-hmm. So, you're welcome.
2: Here, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty.
0: Kitty, crap. Jones! Jonesy! Wow. Here, Jonesy. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's
1: pretty good, actually. Thank you. There was a lot of effort there, and I respect that. A lot of effort.
0: (laughs) All my effort.
1: All your effort. Well, let's
0: get into some spoiler territory with my first impression for Brandon. Okay. I am going to give you a Yafit Kodo line. Okay. Parker. It is (laughs) uh, certainly a big spoiler and a hilariously 80 yard line after the fact. Because when they, again, spoiler alert, destroy Ian Holmes' ash and they realize he's a robot, you see these, what is it, like rubber tubes and like this white milk stuff spewing everywhere. I guess people didn't know that he was a robot or couldn't quite put the pieces together.
2: So they helped us out.
0: So they gave Yafik Koto a line <laughs> where he says, uh, It's a robot. Ash is a goddamn robot. And just lays <laughs> it out for us, just walks us right into a very big uh, film history twist. Damn. Here it is It's a robot. Ash
2: is a goddamn robot. God. Brandon Black. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> it's a robot. Ash is a goddamn robot. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Right? yeah. Very in a studio, six months later recording it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's so funny because watching it too, you can, you can hear it in the clip if you know what you're looking for, but before uh, bookending that line, it, Cuts to yeah. Kodo, like, kind of crouched in the corner. Yeah. And it, it's clearly just inserted in there because he says, Jesus, real quietly. You can even yeah. go, Jesus. Yeah. Before he says, it's, it's a, a robot. robot. And then at the end, after he says, Ash is a goddamn robot, he cuts back to him and he says, oh, God. Yeah. And you can tell slower. it was Jesus. Oh,
2: God. Yeah.
0: Because he's, like, wiping sweat away from his, off his brow. Yeah. And they just, like, put this line in and it, oh, hilarious. Yeah, I love that part. It'd be like if, like, when Luke's hanging off the bottom of Cloud City, if, like, Darth Vader was like, no, I'm your dad, you see. <laughs> I don't know. That was
1: a bad thing. No, that's a perfect example.
0: Oh, thank you, Brad. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys, that's First Impressions. Hey, I'm your dad. No, I'm your biological father. (laughs) Holding your hand into the twist there. Uh, Spoiler alert. Wait, don't go to the bathroom here, guys. I'm about to spoil something. (laughs) Haley Joel Osment just being like, no, you've been dead the whole time. Oh,
1: Sixth Sense uh, Star Wars mashup movie. Oh, you're taking it further. I'm going that far? There you
0: go. There it is. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. One of these Star Wars spin-offs is going to be in the Sixth universe, right? So right. Well, nice.
1: Unbreakable and Split are, so mm. it makes sense that Sixth Sense and Last Jedi would be in the same universe. There's your in. There it is.
0: Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Mace Windu in the Star Wars universe. Uh, Mr. Glass. Whatever. Mr. Oh, My yeah. First Name Glass yeah. in the Unbreakable Split universe.
1: There he is. split It's always yeah. Samuel L. Jackson.
0: M. Night Shyamalan I don't know. i oh, trying to make a boy. universe kind of. Jesus. Well, maybe think that a That's
1: not Shyamal-verse. bad. Shyamalan Shyamalan Oh, yeah. Mm, that's there what I go. wanted. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mine it out. We'll All these movies
0: out. take place in M. Night Shyamaland. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Guys, let's get into scene work. Sure. A little more of an open floor discussion, unlike what we were just doing. And uh, talk about some Alien moments. Of course, we're an optimistic podcast, so we like to start things off optimistically. To do 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 Best scene? What's the best scene in Alien? Now, you two, never seen it before. This is probably my third viewing. Okay. What do you think the best scene was? Uh, how, many, how many of them, like, once they happened were familiar to you because of other elements in pop
1: culture? Really, just the one. The chest burst? The chest burst.
0: Not the air vents? That didn't... Uh, uh, a little bit. Uh, the, the air vent did a little bit, too. But right. more the,
1: the chest the,
2: burst. Or the Ridley
0: against the wired wall with the strobe light. No. Looking around the
2: corner at the alien. That didn't catch me. Yeah, that no, one I'm didn't there. catch
1: me either. Hmm. Uh, I mean, for my... like, Certainly the chest burst was the thing that I was kind of waiting for with this movie and certainly hits home. Mm-hmm. I mean, my favorite thing about this movie is is not really a scene, per se. Oh. Uh, it is the patience of this movie. I, I think it's such a well-done film because of how they allow the suspense to build, and they really take your time with it. I mean, you don't even see the alien until... Maybe forty-five minutes in, or anything even resembling a threat, really, until about forty-five minutes in. Mm, yeah, about. Thinks so. something like that. I I kind of clocked it, and I don't think s- we're just about to get to the
0: eggs, or just after the eggs. Yeah, it's forty-five
1: minutes. Yeah. Um, and I think they even like the scene where uh, Tom Scarrett mm-hmm. dies. Dallas. Dallas. Uh, that, that's kind of a big scene too, especially because that's. Uh it seems like there's almost an identical scene with Billy Crudup in the
0: Oh, you're talking about John Hurt.
1: Oh I mean, yes, yes, yes. Not, not, not Dallas. Yeah. No, no, you're right. John Kane. Hurt. Yes, Kane.
0: Kane's the guy who gets the facehugger and alien out of his chest at the dinner table. Right. Yeah. Um Which I think they do better in Spaceballs.
1: <laughs> like,
0: hello my baby. Hello, hello my, my darling! <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> But I, I I really think this movie does such a great job of building suspense, and that's why it stands out as a great alien film, because, I mean, we've obviously seen a lot of different movies try to kind of match this, your event horizon, your, I didn't see life, but life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cloverfield to a certain extent, a little... That, that, uh, that spin-off one. Um, ten Cloverfield. Oh, ten Cloverfield, made. Yeah. Just kind of this like, oh, something's on, you know, an, a life form is a, a upon us and it's just a matter of time. And this movie does such a great job of kind of pacing that out and really letting you sit in it and build the tension. And I think that's what makes it so good. Obviously, the, you know, explosion from the chest thing is very memorable, but it has a very almost Hitchcockian feel to it. Sure. Because he... uh Ridley Scott really just kind of lets everything build slowly. Yeah, and you sit in suspense. Throughout. I mean, yeah. there's really only like... Most of the movie. For two hours of a movie, there's really only about God, a total of ten minutes where actually somebody's getting attacked or yeah. dying or something like that. So <laughs> Maybe a little more than that. Maybe a little more than that, but not much. Yeah, like yeah. 15, 20 minutes then yeah. out of two hours. Uh, so I think that's what m- makes this so great is that... Uh, that patience. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, a real key to the success of this movie.
0: Excellent. Brandon,
2: first time through, first time through. Best scene. Um Well, I think for me, the best scene was the the chest explosion scene. Uh, because it gave me some context to some cop pop culture references that I didn't catch previously. Um, and also, I put myself back in 1979, or what I would conceptualize that to be like in movie making, and say that's really cool to like to be in the the theater seeing that with a bunch of you know on opening night, everyone's there when everyone's all crazy and loud in the theater. Yeah. So like that would be like one of those moments for sure.
0: Did you know it was coming?
2: When we sat down in that scene and they started eating, did you know? I didn't know it was coming. it was coming. Okay. No, and that was the other thing that I thought was cool is, yeah, the lead into it is like, I knew something was off. Because like, you're too, not just okay after Yeah, it is, was just yeah. too nice. We're just now just eating and just sailing back home. You know, I, I, I knew I knew that wasn't it, but when he started coughing, I was like, oh, you know, some crud in his throat. It's been a, it's been through a bit. It's been through a bit of stuff. You know, he'll get it up, and then, you know, it, it progressed impregnated orally by yeah alien, I don't you know. know what happened you know like hey uh, but so I, I loved that part because I was like it, it made me um, I thought it was just done well in a way that doesn't feel dated even now like it's kind of like with less ability it still feels it doesn't take you out yeah. you know it doesn't, it doesn't take you out like ah alright well that's a puppeteer pushing this up or a machine or whatever you know mm-hmm. all these years later I thought it was cool
0: nice
2: yeah what about you well uh, thank you for asking uh I gotta say it's
0: probably the double countdown at the end Mm. like Ripley decides to blow up the ship because she thinks the alien's in it so she does it she sets the the process down and you get the first countdown of here's your time to stop the countdown yeah so it's so funny because Armageddon rips us off so wonderfully Mm -hmm. um Just with like, I think they even up it. Like, I think Michael Bay even like it makes it extreme. It's like a triple countdown in Armageddon. That like one countdown that just leads to another countdown. And it is so high stress and so anxiety building. And it's I mean it's shot great. Like the the strobe lights are going off, the buzzers. You know, there's all the smoke everywhere. Uh, She goes all the way makes her way all the way down to the escape hatch where Jones is in the box already and the, she finds the alien like looking at the cat in the box and she's like, fuck, it's in my escape pod. Yeah. So she goes to try and cancel it and she fails the first countdown. With like, you think it's going to hit it? Like three, two, one. And it's like, oh, nope. Now, you know, we're, we're exploding the ship. No turning back. Yeah. Five minute countdown.
2: Yeah.
0: So now she has to go back and face the alien head on.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's, God, it's just beautiful. Uh, I love that. And then, of course, the final bit of, of trying to stay quiet and just get to your suit and do what you need to do to blow the air airlock before this alien realizes you're there and food. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that last, what is it, like, probably six minutes of the movie is, yeah. I think, exquisite. Yeah, it's awesome. That's it's a good, good point. The Dutch Angle's running down the... Um, hallway and stuff. Uh, all the cables in the wall of the design and how it looks like the alien and mm-hmm. like that, like kind of like skeleton. Mm. Love that. Um, and of course, I do love the chest burst scene. It's great. Yeah. I love that it's foreshadowed too. They tell you exactly it's going to happen yeah. when they find the fossilized old dead alien yeah. with a chest hole wound. He's like, the bones mm-hmm. are outward, like something burst from inside his chest.
2: Like, and then. I didn't even, Boom. yeah, I didn't even, like, make that happen in my head, either. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Was yeah. Uh,
0: all right, well, if there's a the best scene... It's gotta be a worst scene. do do Worst scene. What is it? Go ahead. I was gonna say mine, I think I already said, the ADR. Ash is a goddamn robot! Yeah. It's, like, really the one little imperfection that I think stands out. Yeah. And I'm excusing the semi-sloppy way they handle the reinvigorating ash.
2: That's uh, that's my a worst little scene.
0: Cut back and forth between the fake head and the Ian Holm actual head in the table yeah. with special effects on it. Yeah. It's just a little too
2: obvious you could have done something with your angles there to make it to sell it a little better. Yeah, that's my worst scene um actually is it, it also went on for a while and it was kind of just like beating a dead Horse a little bit. I felt like. Yo, mm-hmm. um, oh, you mean when he's freaking out as a robot? Uh, when um, uh, Parker mm-hmm. is beating. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I was talking about when they relight Ash to oh. like find out, uh, but.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a problem. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Ah. Go. But yeah I, I was your, with your you. I just wanted to too. clarify. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I just it was long and kind of like silly, and then that ADR part didn't help. It kind of like you know punctuated the silliness of what had just happened uh, and it was just very much an actor uh poking his head out through a table like i just it was too it was too long on him or something to mm-hmm. where it, you gave me too much time to just see
1: it yeah you know yeah, yeah. it would just it's just and like it's like a
0: rubber mask in one
2: shot and then it's like his actual face yeah
1: like, i can tell the difference yeah, yeah. I, I can yeah uh so that that was my worst scene uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the worst scene. I also had a lot of, pr- like, at certain points, they have, like, the computers, like, typing things to them.
0: Yeah, the mother <laughs> is the computer yeah, system, and they right. ask it questions about, like, you know. Yeah, and it's just, like,
1: it seemed a little too obvious, like, uh, crew expendable. Yeah. Like, it was just way too specific.
0: Well, that was because those were the directions to
1: Ash, the robot. Yeah, I understand. It's just, like, yeah it was a little obvious. It was a little unnecessary. Sure. Okay. I, I mean, like, yeah, oh, oh, wow, we already established that this is a robot, and right. it's obvious it, that he, the, the he, whatever, it doesn't care about this crew, so do we really need to see its Crew order? expendable is yeah. not necessary. Because no. if it
0: just says all other tasks are secondary right Yeah. then the robot can translate that as their lives are, are secondary not necessary to, yeah. yeah
1: exactly it just seemed like too obvious of yeah. uh, like it, yeah you didn't need to tell us that it's very beating us over the head with a plot point yeah well again I think
0: because uh, there is some dense moments in this film that I do think there is these times to make it work in a major market that we have these little handhold moments just well, to like, yes. come up
1: this step with me yeah. and it so that me, we can get on. And yeah. it struck me very much kind of the same way you're saying that ADR line exactly. where it's like, Oh people aren't picking up on what's happening here, so now we need to reinforce that with these forced uh yeah, uh, yeah. moments of clunky dialogue yeah, clunky or clunky exposition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, helping moments yeah. of just like, yeah, you didn't need this. Yeah. Like, it was probably some focus group. It was like, I don't get it, where it's like the majority of people are like, no, 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 we get it. Yeah. yeah. You sure. just happened to get the couple people that didn't. Gotta
0: play the lowest common denominator. And I
1: guess so. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, here we are. Here we are. Time for milking It, the final game of the podcast. Zero to five points. So... The most important one, if you have your eyes on winning the show today. Uh, We're each going to draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card, we'll give you a new way to look at Alien uh, and reimagine it with a title and a quick summary. Okay. All right. Uh, Oh, of course, to put your movie out there and make a billion more dollars in yeah. the studio system naturally, naturally. naturally. and uh, I believe uh, if we're going in order Brad it's your turn to go first that is correct sir draw a card right. any card from the box sequel sequel Yeah. <laughs> this is exciting because you haven't seen Aliens yet
1: I have not that's true that's
0: a good point James Cameron's Aliens Jimmy Cams Jimmy Cams alright I'll have a card here As a Western. Ooh. As a Western. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. And Brandon. All right. Give me something good. Give
1: me something good. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Musical. Oh, lovely. (laughs) All right. Excellent. Alien the
0: Musical. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break and be right back with three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this and we're back right in the middle of milking it with three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment Brad Davis now this is this is just gonna be so exciting you're doing a sequel to Alien Uh uh-huh without ever having seen James Cameron's Aliens correct which we fully intend on doing next week that is true I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. Okay. You don't know anything about aliens, right?
1: Not really. No. Other than
0: it's James Cameron and
1: yeah, y It's yeah, it's more action-y action heavy. Than yeah. Six than suspense. Yes. Yes. Um, so we start on uh, the alien who's like basically floating,
0: hurtling through space.
1: Yes. Uh, and it's like seemingly dead, and just kind of hurling through space, and all of a sudden we see a ship like the lights come on and it is now approaching the alien and the uh, ship nudges the alien. All of a sudden the eyes pop open and like, or yeah, some sort of like sign of life. Mm -hmm. Um, So we cut from there to Ripley who has now spent years in uh, hearings having to like try to continuously explain what happened up there and nobody really believing her Mm -hmm. and like thinking that not necessarily like she killed everybody up there, but that is certainly on the minds and nobody really believes that it was like an alien life form that killed everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're, we're seeing her kind of deal with that and that's kind of what her life has become. Um, and, as that's starting to wrap up now, the ship that we've seen at the beginning has now entered our atmosphere. And nobody's really, sh- now because of what Ripley has said and because of all these things, like nobody's really sure what to believe now. And all these people, all these like, you know, government, you know, somewhat Independence Day as, like all these government people not really sure what to do. Uh, and um, they their goal is to try to destroy it. They figure like, okay, shoot it out of the sky, call it a day. Let's not fuck with something we don't understand. This is
0: the ship that picked up the
1: floating alien. Yes. Okay. Um. And they try to destroy it, and it doesn't work. Uh. So now the 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 ship is sitting there, and the aliens basically are saying we're gonna like take over your planet, but they allow their vengeance, their their want their need for vengeance mm-hmm. on. Ripley to kind of cloud their judgment and Ripley says I will board the ship as kind of a peace offering so Ripley boards the ship they're going to take her and basically torture her while they kind of while they kind of while they go and uh let the rest of their race know that they have a planet that they can uh take over and uh as they're torturing as they begin to torture Ripley they discover something attached to her, which is a bomb, and she sets it off, blows herself up, blows the ship up, and kills everybody on board. It's like a nuclear weapon. Wow. Yep. Sheesh. Bad news for Ripley. Bad news for Ripley. She's gotta go. Yeah. Jeez. And your title? It's not alien. It's <laughs> human. Oh. Human? Yep. Oh, I like that She's title. the one that... Ooh. Yeah. Fucks up their ship. Sure.
2: Nice. Okay. All right. I'm into that. I like that.
0: I like that bread.
1: All right. Thanks, man.
0: Uh, I've got a western if you're ready. Um, uh, super ready. All right. So we start, Uh, you know, going through like a pretty hard pass uh, through some mountains. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. I didn't even get through my pitch yeah. yet. I know. Sorry. Hard pass. Uh, of fall. course, starting to snow pretty mm-hmm. vigorously. Ah, vigorous mm <clears> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, uh, we have a stagecoach, um, and then in another part we have, like, uh, a lone uh, Native American, uh, in another part, like, a, uh, sheriff and a, uh, criminal, right? And, uh, we see, like, what looks like like an asteroid come crash down, it, like, almost in the middle of them. Mm. So, these groups all independently go to kind of investigate, and it is an alien spaceship that is now crashed on earth in the 1800s. And now we have this stagecoach full of people, Sheriff Dallas and a criminal and this Native American now all kind of meet up at this site. And, uh, you know, they don't know what anything is. It doesn't look like anything's living. um, But they get what they can, like, take from it uh, that looks, like, valuable or useful. And they bring it with them. They all end up, because the snow's coming down so hard, end up snowed in at this, like, old lodge they kind of happen upon.
2: Mm. Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: It's oddly familiar. Yeah, uh, uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, And so now, there was an alien on that they've now brought into this lodge with them. Hmm. Um, And it's somewhere in this huge place. They're all snowed in. They can't go anywhere. It's now kind of systematically killing them off. (laughs) Meanwhile, they're at each other's throats because they don't know who to trust, especially because they come from different worlds. The Native Mm -hmm. Americans, certainly, uh, a foreigner to most of these other white people. Sure. Probably uh, uh, a prostitute in there. Sure. Always
1: always have to have a prostitute. Prostitute
0: with a heart of gold is a stock character in westerns. I know. (laughs) Um, Anyway, and uh, the only way after everyone dies except for Ripley, you know, the plucky cowgirl, Mm -hmm. uh, she ends up finding a way to chain it to, uh, like, the well outside so that she leaves it out there overnight and it freezes. Oh. And cool. she's, she's the only one to survive the morning. Cool. Alright. Uh, and it's called <sighs> The Hateful Alien. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: Jesus. Oh, oh boy.
0: Hateful- Yeah,
1: no, no, I got it. I see, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oof. Alright. All right. I could have just called it The Hateful Eight and just added one more character or yeah. used Mother as a character. But Ash, of course, is the alien. Sheriff Dallas. You don't even have to change the names. They all work. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Lambert. Yeah. The prostitute.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oof. I like that.
0: Brett and Parker. I like
1: everything about it except the title.
0: Sure. Great. <laughs> that was Cowboys versus Aliens. Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah. A much better movie. Psych, psych, psych.
2: Brandon Black. Ah. Uh, A musical, huh? Ah, uh, huh. Alien, the musical. Yeah, actually uh, so that's the title. <laughs> yeah. Alien exclamation point. the uh, musical. Alien colon. The musical. The musical. Cool. Um and uh, I decided to keep, you know, I mean the movie's called Alien. So I was like, well yeah, the musical would probably be called Alien the Musical. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh so uh, disclaimer you guys' movies are way better than mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be the judge of that, thank you. So, yes. let's just get in here. Uh, so I decided to uh, kind of take a Wicked approach, because um, I've only seen Wicked and Spring Awakening um, in terms of musicals. Ever. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. in ter- on like a real, you know, a big stage. Live. Yeah, live and like real production. Um, so um, we're going to come from the perspective of the alien, you know, this time around, Um, and (laughs) this (laughs) time around, funny thing you're getting into music already, oh, look at that, I know, Uh, so we start with this, with this alien, and we're going to kind of find his origin, like how did he, you know, how did he, how did he get this way, why is he, why is he eating people, and coming up out of chests and stuff, Um, so the first song ironically is called Born This Way has nothing to do with Lady Gaga's Born This Way but there are still eggs and coming out of them you know like Lady Gaga Mm -hmm. separate universes though right
0: Um, gestating in a human chest
2: cavity yes and blood and snot and you -hmm. know Mm -hmm. of course and song and song blood and snot and song yeah Um, and uh, so kind of the song Born This Way kind of Immediately takes us into uh, the next song, uh, which is "Chest Pains," and this is this is sung by um, uh, what's our first guy's name? The first guy that wakes up in uh, when, when the film starts, um, not um, Ash. No, uh, no, no, I believe Tom Skerritt might be the first one up, or is it John Hurt? Uh, Kane. Kane. Kane's the guy who has the face hugger. Yes. So Kane um, is uh, he starts the song. He's the first one. Of the humans to wake up, um, and he's 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 uh, got these chest pains, and he it, it moves him to sing, mm-hmm. um, so. <laughs> Uh, every every older guy with chest pains I know has just moved to song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like he, he, got your that, mind off it. he got that first one and it started off as just kind of a grunt and he slowly just made his way into uh, a song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So as you can see from what's happening so far is I kind of just thought about some songs. Sure. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> I was like, this? a musical, music, songs, <laughs> great. Um, so, you know, lots of, uh, lots of time happens after the chest pains because now clearly... We've got "Born This Way" in the chest pains. We come, th- uh, we come through the chest. We explode, mm-hmm. um, and there's a bit of like uh, exposition. I guess the word is. I'm not sure what you would say. There's there's non musical moments in this musical film, sure, like sure. La La Land, yeah, like the exactly. sad half of La La Land. Exactly. We're just talking. We're just talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, until we see a note come up on uh, the computer. And the computer starts to sing this this song called Mother, Mm. Mm. Um, and it's all about how uh, at all costs, you know, this alien, which is the main, you know, thing, is the 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 (laughs) making this up right now, guys. No, no, Um, keep it going. I love (laughs) it. The uh, the computer mother is uh, the liaison for our uh antagonist which is the alien yeah um and it's trying to just protect the alien but that means that after this song some people are gonna go sure sure Uh, you gotta go yeah which brings us to our next song ripley believe it or not (laughs) um (laughs) believe it or not ripley everyone's gonna die and it's planning on you dying too so what are you gonna do about it uh, she's. It's an Ash song. It's it is an Ash song. Uh, Ripley kind of uh, it turns into a duet. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I Ripley. like that. I love well, it. Well, because Ripley's the or not part of the equation. Yeah. You know, he's the believe it and She's like the or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> little, nice Anything it's cute. you can do, I can do better. Yeah, exactly. a little back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. That's it's very, very musical. Yeah. Um, this as far as I got. So, right. uh, That's great. it's going to be like, really, this is like leading us into the intermission. We're going to get snacks and come back for the rest of the musical.
1: All right. Works for me.
2: Yeah. Sounds Even good. though there's an intermission. Yeah. It's a, it's like, it's like how Quentin Tarantino put an intermission in the movie. Cause this is a musical movie, not a musical. Sure. Yeah. We're talking film here. Musical movie. We, we absolutely know. are. Yes. Yeah. Or that or is no. true. Yeah. Movie musical. I'm just kind of you go. myself. I'm like, wait, we are talking, we are talking about a movie, right? Still? Like, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. High on uh, film. You can always remember the title yeah, of the podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If you ever forget what we're talking
2: about. Uh, score accordingly, guys. <laughs> score accordingly. <laughs> Alien, the musical. Alien, the musical. I like it. Yep. Yeah. It's an interactive experience. I thought it was heartburn.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> it
2: feels so much worse.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: You
2: I'm feeling stars. chest pains. There you go. Oh,
1: those crazy chest pains.
2: Thank God, you I guys hope for it's helping. Oh, another
1: heart attack. Your own musical. With our, with, with our own rendition. Yeah. You're welcome, is, sir. Well,
0: if you're done scoring, please <laughs> pass wrong. your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And as we do that, we move into our pessimistic end of the show mm. podcast regrets. Anything you regret uh, saying, or rather not saying? Brad, any uh, regrets?
1: Um, geez. Uh, not. Not really. I mean, I feel like I could have talked about more best scenes because there's a lot of really good scenes in this movie. Uh, I mean, from there's a lot of good death scenes. There's a lot of. I mean, the ending, like you spoke about. I mean, I absolutely love that. So, yeah. I mean, my only regret is probably not focusing more on some other scenes as well. But okay, yeah, I'll live with
0: it. I regret uh, not bringing up Wally. Another mm. outer Aww. space Sigourney Weaver movie. Oh.
1: Yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah,
0: but no no aliens. So yeah. that's why I got left out of that trash star story category. Oh, right. Just humans and robots.
2: Yeah. Robots. You know, robots. 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 Yeah, like a um, British person. I, I guess there is one more thing that I just thought about. Uh, Please. We, we talked about it uh, while the movie was on, but forgot to note that, as you said, uh, Brad, our black guy's hanging in. He fucking sticks around. Yeah. Good for him. Hanging in and this is 1979. He goes against stereotype.
1: Yeah. And he hangs around for much longer than you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the final three. He is. Yeah. And And I'll tell you what too, actually. For 1979, this movie looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Like the all the visual effects, everything about it, the the shot. I mean, there's a reason this movie is so revered, and part of it is how well it's shot and Mm -hmm. how great it still looks, even after, what are we saying, 20? Eight years or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, longer than that? Longer. Nope, 38 years. Yeah. 38 years. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Damn. Uh, it looks terrific.
0: I agree with you 100%. A uh, few matte painting things that are a little obvious, but otherwise, yeah. Very yeah,
1: good. 79, I mean, shit. Yeah. Well. Shit, shit.
0: Brandon, I don't think you did as bad as you thought you did. You have 15.7 points
2: uh,
0: to Brad's 14.65 And my fourteen point three one. We have a winner.
2: Again. So you win the day, sir. This is my second time winning, guys. In a row? You won Moonlight? Yeah, I won Moonlight. Damn. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Winning streak.
0: Things are coming up, (laughs) Brandon. Yeah, they
1: are. Brandon Black and the winning streak.
0: Oh. Let's see if I can pull a three-peat. Yeah. There you go. Uh... Brandon, thank you so much for giving us more of your time to come back on our podcast and watch another movie. Um, I encourage everyone to go turn on their Netflix Mm. and watch Dear White People. Please watch Dear White People. I'm chomping at the bit to dive into it myself. I really did adore the movie. uh, and I can't wait to see the series. Um,
2: So congratulations on that. Thank you. And if I could just say one thing, I know some people are turned off by the title, and just know that uh, your perspective is represented in the show. Yeah, because it's, it's at a uh, college, it's at right? A college. At, uh, Ivy League College. Uh, Ivy League College, yeah. yeah. So.
0: I mean, there are white points of view as well. At least there kind of were in the
2: movie. Yes. White, uh, wrong. white points, uh, what do you mean? Uh,
0: well, I, I mean, they, I mean in the movie, they throw it? the party.
2: Uh, oh, white party. people's perspectives. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. And like
2: what they're... Why, Thinking behind it is. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they're revolting against the Dear White People radio show by having a Dear Black People party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: And uh, you're also, what, in uh, some episodes of Insecure as well, right? Yes. Also on Uh,
2: HBO streaming services? Yeah, yeah, streaming on HBO right now. Last episode of Insecure I'm in, but I encourage you to watch the whole season of that as well. Um, And there's some commercials floating around of your boy doing various things. Awesome for money, so I'm I'm (laughs) trying to be Matthew McConaughey. I'm trying to be Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. You know, get that capital one, get that SLJ shit. I'm saying, man, I gotta I gotta make these these ends meet. Yeah, man, I get it. (laughs) Uh, Any uh, social media? we should follow you on. Yes, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brandon underscore F underscore Black, and on Snapchat at Brandon F. Black. Snapchat's like my Ratchet channel, and then everything else, I'm a little bit more like, hey guys, I'm nice. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah. The two sides of Brandon yeah. Black on social media. Yeah,
2: like, I keep fi- I keep hearing that I'm not urban enough, check out my Snapchat.
0: Alright.
2: Urban as fuck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I watch a Snapchat all the time, You That's see excellent. it. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brad Davis, thank you as always.
1: My pleasure, sir. As always.
0: What's your plug in the day?
1: Uh, at BDAlwaysGP on Instagram and Twitter, and I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, my blog on Tumblr, you can find on my Facebook page or my Twitter page. Uh, baseball blog about the Pittsburgh Pirates.
0: Boom. I'm at Cross Maxwell across your social media platforms. High on Films, the show. Uh, get us wherever you want. HighOnFilm.com is a great place. Rate us, review us on iTunes. Um, bu- 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 oh, and I do. I would like to give a special shout out to uh, a new podcast called uh, Theronathon, run by former High on Film guests, uh, Robin Hitchcock, Regina Connolly, and Bob Shields, all discussing the uh, works of Charlize Theron. Fun. Um, I've been uh, just got just got started on it, and I'm devouring the episodes fairly quickly. I love that idea. It is a uh, yeah, in the spirit of uh, Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time. Period. That's um, that's a podcast too. Oh yes. Oh, you should check it out. That's oh, awesome. Brandon. Oh, 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 we're running out of time, so we'll talk more about that off, that off mic. But check out Theronathon, great show, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week with, I believe, if all goes according to plan, aliens. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks for listening. We love you. Goodbye.